I'm Matt Pikin, and Fridays on the Overlook belong to the West Asheville venue Story Parlor. They're holding down the first audio residency with the Overlook. Aaron Halligan Clare is the visionary behind Story Parlor, and I'm now turning the microphone over to her. I'm Erin Halligan-Claire, the founder and artistic director of Story Parlor, a community art space in West Asheville dedicated to storytelling through all art forms. Our episode today celebrates National Poetry Month by shining a spotlight on local poets here in Asheville. First, we'll hear from local spoken word artist Lady B, one of the featured artists from our AVL review show in February of 2023. Story Parlor's AVL Review Series identifies local organizations in town and invites them to each program an artist who they feel best represents the work they are doing in the community. February's event welcomed five Black-led businesses to the stage in honor of Black History Month, including Black Wall Street, the North Carolina Association of Black Storytellers, Slay the Mic, the Racial Justice Coalition, and YMI Cultural Center. Uh, my name's Angela Clemens, and I'm honored to be the program manager for the YMI Cultural Center. It's one of the oldest, most unique, and important black cultural centers in the country. All right. This multi-talented entrepreneur has a unique energy that is released through everything that she does. Her ability to enlighten people with hopeful, yet aggressive personality does not undermine her strength or professionalism. She can only be experienced in person, all right? As a writer, an artist, a poet, the magnitude of her repertoire includes performances at the famous Norican Poets Cafe in New York, hosting and showcases alongside influential people such as Kasim Allah, and one of the longest running open mic venues, Warm Wednesdays. By the way of Harlem, North New York, to her now meditative place here in Asheville. It is my pleasure to introduce the beautiful, classy, real, and intelligent, um, if you feel like it, holler when you hear it, Lady B. There are many things that made me and many things that changed me. From hair extensions to haircuts. From hearsay about me to me knowing because I'm up front. You just fronting because you're not smart enough. So you back up that back without asking for a resume or doing an interview deep in his jeans. Get your microscope because my jeans go back to the curve and my continent is past. It's present. It's future. It's now. Time to get a pair to fit my little woman. Cause apple bottom jeans don't make pairs that big But if you go to the bottom of Africa Watch a molehill roll into mountain made of the grains of sand Tarab you can't stand to give Africans credit for Retitled Kemet Middle East Chain the answers Womb of a man that I transform to save Yes, and you ask me how I know this <laughs> I am woman Three times removed with Scottish blood diluting my perfect formula to the sound of the bagpipes. Piping the Cherokee twice removed from a side so she couldn't fly. I accept not death, I rise. Phoenix, from a grain of sand where it all began, there are many things that made me. And many things that changed me. 
From silent paintbrushes to painting pictures with spoken word, manifesting in every way that it's heard. Now I paint volumes with their own mouthpiece, from just a piece to Fibonacci, multiplying my greatness constantly. <laughs> Hair doesn't define me. My strength is my longevity. Death don't scare me for this is a man's world. I am not moved by diamonds or pearls, not sentenced to either stilettos or sneakers. I am businesswoman and soccer mom cheering in the bleachers. Top of the class student and my child's number one teacher. Lady in the street, freak in the sheets. I am independent woman, all y'all ride or die chick. See, many of y'all are percolating, perpetrating for the money moans you faking. Love the man, but you frontin'. Just so you know, those are little girls games. We grown women round here. Know that that title comes with being fair. It's weird, just you is enough even when he's not there. I am the end of the roller coaster ride. I am woman. Thank you so much. Shout outs to the Story Parlor and the YMRCC for having me today. I appreciate you very much. Next, we'll hear an original poem from Juan Sanchez Martinez, captured from Story Parlor's Homeland themed story mixer, featuring local artists paying tribute to their international homelands. Originally from Bogota, Colombia, Juan is currently Associate Professor of Languages and Literatures and Native American and Indigenous Studies at the University of North Carolina at Asheville. At the Homeland Story Mixer, Juan shared verses which served as a tribute to the grandfathers and grandmothers, activists and writers who have protected with their own lives the pure water of their territories. I am memory, what is there, the water by islands displaced. I am forgetfulness the passenger, the drops that dwell within comets, the echo of my saga dances in the spray beneath cliffs, the depths of my womb still speak with the moon. I am the tide, the blood, the rivers, skimming roots. I am the calm sea, the circle, the return to silence after hurricane. On the final step of Katarin Mountain, on the trail that crosses Appalachia, where maples and oaks grow no more, and naked rocks behold the abyss, I am the rain, air music, the aquifer singing transparency. I am the brook, the woven cloth, the stitch that binds hill to ocean. I am memory, the emptiness, water suspended in glaciers. I am forgetfulness, the sailor, the mirror of water that films the universe. Mamo Vicencio Torres Marquez wrote it thus in his 1968 letter to the minister Gregorio Hernandez de Alba. This is no epics are like people who are just like us. They have walked within the mountains and stayed surrounding all points. I am the nerve, 
Nunhuacala, Gunabindua, the lizard's tongue in the mangrove. I am the pyramid, the cartilage, the Andes upside down in the Caribbean. Cerrejón used to talk to the Sierra, and what you elder told me in Atonuevo, the only one who remembered Hayechis from his house, the coal mine was a bad dream. I am thirst, the bovine, jungles dew touching deserts magma. I am the seep, waterfall, creeping moss on rounded rocks. I am memory, resistance, red lullaby of muddy rivers. I am forgetfulness, the stream, the bay of Fundy growing with the moon. In the native forests that embrace Mi'kmaq creeks, Texas Southwestern Energy wanted to extract gas shell, but the Mi'kmaqi was not for sale, and El Sipoktok rumble on drums and medicine songs. I am white when ducky, thunder from the ice in icy water. I am the crime. Montmorency, the water breath in waterfall. No fracking way, says a sticker Marilyn gave me in New Brunswick. Civil disobedience, poetry, solidarity on the barricade. Marilyn was already in her 80s and was still marching with megaphone. I am the storm, the hurricane the confluence of North Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico in the Viking Islands submerged. I am lightning, the cloud, flash in the eyes of deer and elk. I am memory, abundance, the great tree of origin protected by dragonflies. I am forgetfulness, the Amazon, the seva scattered and horizontal. We are descendants of the Jawar, sons of Amasangaruna, children of the midday people. So spoke Jose Walinga to the Inter-American court. Sarayaku has won the battle with the government of Ecuador. I am stone oil, liver, underground blood, fossil and spine, I am the seed, the bowels, magma sediments on the Toronto stock market. I spoke with Anastasia Candre before she passed away. She was in Leticia planning a trip to Iquitos. She told me about two giant dragonflies, colorful keepers of the anaconda. I am the tributary, the branch, the Taraira belt of gold, I am the dream, the basket, the galaxy that was Huseco returns in this Manigua night. I am memory, the light, the constant flux between atoms. I am forgetfulness, explosion, waves of energy between quartz. The day that Brian Kamaoli Kuwada wrote the future, is a kingdom 
we have inhabited for thousands of years a premonition cross from Hawaii to Rapa Nui. I am science, the spirit, the eternal vibration within all. I am metamorphosis, the cycle, 52 years of the Pleiades on the lake of Mexico. All that dissolves in water lingers in water. Jack Benveniste called it memory, and his contemporaries destroy him. Luc Montagnier made it known in Italy, reconstructing DNA spirals from electromagnetic waves that water had, remember? I am the net, the kipu, the odyssey of Tupac Inca from Manta to Guam. I am the link, the wampum, Lake Superior seen from the moon, a wolf's head. I am memory, the heroine, the great flood of all cosmologies. I am forgetfulness, the villain, tsunami, avalanche, submerged village. Before being assassinated, defending Perija, Cacique Sabino Romero explained before the cameras, Articles and sentences are not enough to claim the land without the stories and names of its hills and rivers. I am dispute, the border, the Rio Grande, the Bio Bio, the Rio Viejo. I'm the Pacific, the dictatorship. Thousands of Mapuche and Chilean disappear, merged into water. Eyes of water in empty sockets, Rajen Kujek said to us in teleconference from Walmapo, and if the cellulose forest is drying the Pewen tree, then the voices of the Cantum and the Machis will rain still harder. I am Patagonia, the fire, the Southern Cross in languages Sadnam and Kaweshkar. I am the Arctic, the fire, the nouns for white in Inuktitut. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Want to see some fantastic theater for free? There are four remaining productions on the Magnetic Theater's 2023 calendar, and we're randomly giving away two pairs of tickets to each of them. Just sign up for the Overlook's weekly newsletter. Anyone subscribed by the end of April is eligible. Go to podavl.com, that's P-O-D-A-V-L.com, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage. Plug in your name and email address on the newsletter sign-up form, and you might be become a new fan of the Magnetic Theater thanks to The Overlook. For part two of today's episode paying tribute to National Poetry Month, we're turning the mic over to Story Parlor board member and local artist Mildred Barga, who will share some of her works from her fourth full-length poetry collection entitled The Animals of My Earth School. Mildred is a writer from Uganda, now living here in Asheville, with prior publications having been published in Shenandoah, the Cincinnati Review, Tin House, and elsewhere. She teaches creative writing and literature at UNC Asheville. Here's Mildred. Hello, 
I'm very excited to be on air with Story Parlor to talk about National Poetry Month and the release of my new poetry book, The Animals of My Earth School. My name is Mildred Kichoncho Baria. And I just wanted to begin with this poem called Creation because I feel that it's something that I do every day when I sit down to write or even when I go to school and start teaching. It's to talk about how we create, how we write. And so I just noticed in my writing practice that sometimes I really wish I could write faster, I could get the muse working sooner than just sitting and looking out the window and, and waiting for, you know, the new light of inspiration to break through. But I've realized that what normally happens isn't really a kind of mercury where the god appears wearing uh, with winged feet and wearing sandals and, and gives you ideas about what to write about. What what happens in my case is to just get to my working station and just start writing and trust that the process, trust that something will appear. And so I feel like my ways are more methodical and during that time I still get to have inspiration. I see I, I still get to have ideas coming from outside of me and and I appreciate that rather than thinking that creation just happens from the clouds or you get hit by a bolt of lightning and then words just start to fill up the page or the laptop screen. It doesn't work like that for me. I wish for myself the god Mercury's speed and lightness as I create. But what appears through my door is a methodical hedgehog, timid, ugly body covered with spikes and stiff to the touch, sits by my side, anointed. Much as I try to ignore it, I grow fond of its ways. Its punctilious nature roots in me. We walk quietly through the night, sharing secrets, curiosity born out of containment and clear focus. In my longings, I've sought airborne symbols instead of paying attention to what's noticing me by the hedge. Oh, the gift of clarity. Mercury shows up occasionally. But if I am to remember one thing and one thing only, it's my hedgehog's staying power that sustains. And the next poem I'm going to read is Falling in Love and this takes me back, has bits of memory that are coming from the time when I was growing up in, in Kabale in Uganda and also what happens in my yard almost on a daily basis when I see wild turkeys emerging from the woods and it's called falling in love. A procession of wild turkeys delights me. I watch them pause by my red automobile and take turns at the reflectors. They have discovered their own beauty, a fascinating thing to behold. I'm shameless to say I look forward to seeing them daily. I've rearranged my tasks and routines to be home early when 11 turkeys emerge from the woods. 
They remind me of my youth growing up in a home without mirrors. Once in a while, I would go with my sisters to the bathroom of a guest house to do our makeup in front of its large mirror. When we became adults, we bought pocket-sized mirrors that fit in our purses. I've never bothered to ask why we didn't have any in the house. Maybe there were more important things on our parents' minds than looking at one's reflection. When I bought the vehicle, it was love, visualizing myself transported to places of wonder. I had not imagined that the wild turkeys too would be charmed to see themselves in the mirrors of my car and fall in love. This next poem tends to take a pick on some dreamlike scenes, which again is what happens when I'm writing. I will begin with a realistic scene, but I don't always know where I'm going to end up. So the title is, Will There Be Chickens in Paradise? A bearded stranger puts a crystal ball into my hands. There's a chick inside a few days to hatching. Its skinny body is diaphanous white and it moves, muscles, tissues, organs, a faint beating heart inside a thin membrane of amniotic fluid. I squeeze the ball lightly and my heart skips a bit, clack, clack. I close my eyes and see the image of Lot's wife, eyes petrified. The ground opens and traps her body in a pillar of white and pink Himalayan salt, rising from her feet all the way to the top of her head like a shroud. As it thickens, a few particles fall back and form a foundation where her feet had been. I do not understand what this image has to do with me or the cheek, which I believe is innocent in all this. I find myself thinking about paradise, wishing that chickens would be in it. And now I will read the last poem from The Animals of My Earth School, which just came out on April 10 and it's published by Terrapin. You can find copies at Malaprobes and, and also available online. And I'm just pleased to, to have this opportunity to be on air with Story Parlor and share these poems with you. So the last poem I'm sharing is called Bewilderment and it also covers the birds. So, the bird kingdom. Bewilderment. I'm sitting with a laptop at the dining table in my living room. The backyard door is open Ruffled leaves sway in the breeze. A hummingbird flies in, pecks my cheek with zest, and buzzes out. I am astonished and relieved it's not smacked my eye instead. An echo of its sound settles in my ears. How loud it bumbles for a bird that weighs less than a nickel. Quivers like a strong locomotive, the force of a hammer. Yes, the name makes sense. 
A world of iridescent colors floods my vision, bright reds, yellows, and deep greens. Royal purple stripes fit for a king. Disneyland's magic cannot compare in visuals and acoustics with the splendid pomp and vanishing of the hummingbird. Everything around me is changed. Even when I look at the refrigerator, stove and pans, all shimmer. Sword-billed hummingbird, what you love opens to your sharp beak. Esperanza, hibiscus, morning glory, nasturtium, and my heart, penetrated, wells with unspeakable joy. A new burst of energy almost knocks me off the chair. I want to name you Sugarbird, but it's taken. Ruler of the South, the Aztec god of war chose your form. Speak to me of your propensity for work and net benefits, of intimacy and how to sustain a long-distance relationship, a 500-mile non-stop flight across the water, fueled by passion, reaching for nectar and awake to my own mysteries. Thank you to the incredible artists featured in today's audio residency and to all of you out there listening. This episode has been presented by Story Parlor, a multidisciplinary art space in West Asheville dedicated to storytelling and the human experience with a robust calendar of events and classes for the community and by the community. I'm Erin Halligan Clare, founder and artistic director at Story Parlor, and you can find out more about who we are and what we have going on by visiting www.storyparlorAVL.com.